listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. Hey everyone, this is Father Luke Mary Fletcher from the Friars. Today is October 20th, 2017. Today is an anniversary of a significant uh, moment of grace for myself. If you want to stick around to the end of this episode, I'll tell you the story. God bless. May the Lord give you his peace. I'd like to entitle this homily, The Illusion of Privacy. The Illusion of Privacy. And uh, the readings today, very challenging. Jesus in the gospel here, St. Luke chapter 12, talks about there's nothing that will be secret or hidden or in the dark. Everything will be brought to the light. Everything will be shouted from the rooftops. And um, I want to connect this message to the issue of technology, which is a huge issue for everybody, even including friars who don't have the internet at the friary or cell phones or whatever. But um, So the uh, illusion of privacy, you know, um, they have ways of tracking what people do on the internet and uh, there's different, uh, I don't know how that works, but they have ways of tracking that. And um, they have things where, like, let's say the browser that you're using could have like private mode, which means that, that it somehow doesn't keep a record of your history, of your search history or whatever. Um, and I su- suppose uh, if you don't want things like passwords being tracked when you're doing banking, you know, it could be helpful, but then also you could see how some people might use that in the sense that they want to look at things that they don't, they're embarrassed or they, you know, like immoral things. Okay. Um, so the reality is there is no private mode browser in life, right? Uh, we actually have no privacy. It's an illusion. Why do I say that? Well, because of God. Because of God, right? He, it's almost like every person is wearing a body cam, <laughs> you know? Every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every month of every year of every decade, every moment of your life is being recorded. Now, it's not being uploaded to Facebook or YouTube or maybe for some people it is. I don't know. But um, here's the thing. Also, there is a body cam on the inside. You know, our interior. So our mind, our thoughts, you know, all of that. Is anybody starting to feel a little uncomfortable this morning? Okay. The illusion of privacy. Um, There is a uh, Catholics Come Home commercial, which you could probably find if you Google it, where... uh, they have these little commercials that they use to kind of encourage people to come back to their faith. And uh, there's a couple of versions of this one commercial, maybe you've seen it, where it's somebody at the end of their life, they come into this, what looks like a big um, uh, airport hangar, and they're kind of invited to come in and they sit down and then there's a movie playing, but it's their own life. And they have to sit there and watch like this movie uh, and everything's there. Um, and it's similar to what some people have said 
who've had near-death experiences. It's really fascinating to read about these near-death experiences. And a lot of people say, says they were in the process of dying, their entire life kind of went through their mind. Uh, amazing. Um, and even in the Bible, clearly teaches this, that um, everything is being recorded. Uh, in, in the language of the Bible, there's a couple of passages that talk about this book that everything's being written down in. That was like the biblical way of saying this. Um, and then there's this thing called the Book of Life where all the names of the redeemed are, are there. So it's like you're hoping your name's on that list. Okay. So I would like to propose uh, if we have an opportunity in the near future to have like a fraternal day, um, I'd like to propose a couple of movies that we could watch together as brothers um, that tackle this question. Saw it on an airplane recently, and I'm not necessarily recommending this. It's an adult movie, so there's some scenes in there. They're a little edgy, but there's one called The Circle, and uh, I think it's Tom Cruise or Tom uh, Hanks and Emma Watson, I think, is the actress, and she's working for a company that gives you the impression it's like Facebook or Google, and they do this thing where, like, your entire, like, every moment is going to be broadcast on the Internet live, so your life becomes like a live stream, and they're calling it total transparency, and uh, it's funny, and it's shocking, and, it, and it, the movie raises these questions of, like, privacy and uh, the main character, the whole thing kind of falls apart in the end. Sorry to ruin the end for you, but, but you know, this, this idea of, uh, she says at one point in the movie that I behave better when I'm transparent. And uh, there's a lot of moments in this movie that are amazing, but um, I think entertainment is really good and helpful when it is a commentary on reality. So the reality is that God is you know, in and above and in all things. So every moment, even our interior, everything is there before God. Nothing's in the dark, nothing's secret, everything's in the light. And um, that reality is either consoling or disturbing. You know, so when you die, you give an account to God for your life. It's all going to be there. There's no going to be excuses or, um, you know, denying anything. You know, like when you go to court and the prosecutor's trying to line up all the evidence? Okay. Um, so the Lord is there. So what can we do? Given this is the reality, what can we do? We throw ourselves on the mercy of the Lord. Jesus, I trust in you. He doesn't want to condemn us, but we do need to acknowledge the ways that we've sinned, the ways that we need his help. We need his grace. We need his mercy. We need his forgiveness. And the key to forgiveness is repentance. You know, Lord, I'm sorry. Like, we can't come before God and try to, like, not ask for his mercy. That's why I've learned the phrase, Lord, have mercy. I've learned it in 20 languages. Just in case God doesn't speak English, I want to make sure he understands what I'm saying. I remember Father Benedict Groeschel used to always say, when you die, you know, there's going to be two lines. You know, there's going to be a line that says for the saints, and there's going to be another line that says for poor sinners. Get in that line, the poor sinners line, you know. Um, and uh, even the first reading today kind of talks about this a little bit. Like, we don't earn our salvation. We don't, you know, Abraham is such an example. It's, it's faith. It's acceptance. Um, on Sunday's opening prayer for Mass, there's this beautiful prayer, like God's grace needs to precede and follow. 
you know, so it's not something we can do or something we can make happen. But um, we do need to cooperate with that grace, with our gift of free will. But at the end of the day, it is about trusting in the Lord's mercy, trusting in his love, trusting in um, the fact that God wants everyone to be saved. God wants us in heaven and he will give us the grace we're needed. That's a dogma of the theology of grace. God gives everybody the grace that they need. That's consoling. And then whether or not you cooperate with that grace is according to your own free will. That's terrifying. <laughs> but uh, nothing's in the dark. Nothing is secret. Nothing is private. All is there before the Lord. Um, so I'll conclude with a funny little story. Um, how wonderful is the sacrament of confession, the sacrament of reconciliation? The catechism says that when you go to confession, it's like a mini preview of your judgment when you die. A mini preview of the last judgment. You know, you come before the Father and you have to be humble to admit what you did was wrong to another person. And it's so good for us. And if you wanted to go to confession in New York City, the Franciscans and Capuchins have confession every day. It's awesome. And if you go to the OFM Franciscan Church on 31st Street, St. Francis, and it, there's wonderful confessors there, actually. They have a huge sign, which is hilarious. And on the sign, it says, you know, please be considerate of others, like keep it to the point. Don't confess the sins of other people. <laughs> Just confess your own. Like it's this whole like message, which is really hilarious. Having been a priest who hears confessions, I can relate. But, you know, it's an invitation to simplicity and openness and just say, Lord, I'm sorry. This is what I did. I'm going to own up to it. Please have mercy and please forgive me. And he does. He does. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be nervous. Um, you know, he's there. He loves us. He, he's with us, right? I love that passage from the Bible. If God is with us, who can be against us? You know, he's with us. He's, even when we fall, you know, he's always right there to, um, to help us get back up again. And uh, this is such a, a healing and wonderful and uh, empowering message. And this is the message of the gospel, that God so loved the world, right? He came down, took our human nature, died on the, the cross for our sins. It's the charisma. It's the basics. Every day is a good day to go back to the basics. You know, this is reality. He's with us. Um, uh, the blood of the Lamb is powerful enough to cleanse and, and wash away any sin, no matter what. And uh, we just have to trust. We have to be humble. And we have to cooperate. So for that grace this day, we pray. Amen. Okay, everyone, may the Lord give you his peace. Father Luke here again. So today is October 20th, 27 years ago on this day, October 20th, 1990, I was a teenager who kind of lost his way. And I um, was there in Indianapolis, Indiana at a rock concert, one of my favorite groups, Danzig. And uh, in the middle of the concert, a shocking, amazing thing happened to me. All these years later, I'm still struggling to uh, understand what it was. But um, at that point in my life, I really didn't pray or go to church, or I really didn't have God in my life. And at, at a blinding moment of grace, similar to the conversion of St. Paul, in the middle of that concert, the Holy Spirit came upon me, and something like uh, scales fell from my eyes, and I 
I had a spiritual awakening and I received the gift of faith where I just knew in my bones that God was real, that he existed, that he loved me, and that because of my sins, I was not with God. And uh, whatever happened to me that night, that grace was like a spark that lit a fire, was like a switch that turned the lights on, and I um, started a journey for me of just seeking the Lord and really praying, sincerely asking the Lord for his guidance in my life, and um, one thing led to another, and uh, all these years later, it, uh, that grace has led me to my vocation to be a Franciscan friar, but also a Catholic priest, and uh, all these years later, I, I just give thanks to the Lord. It was not a grace that I asked for. I wasn't looking for it. It completely blindsided me. I found out later that a lot of people had been praying for me, including my own mother. So for all of those of you out there who have loved ones or people in your life that you're worried about, that maybe have strayed or fallen away, or maybe um, you're praying for them, just a word of encouragement that uh, the ways of God's grace are mysterious. And uh, when we pray, we intercede for others, that those prayers have tremendous value in the eyes of God. Um, we often think of the prayers of St. Monica, who prayed for so many years for her son, Augustine, who uh, had kind of strayed. And we know the rest of the story now, right? He had a huge conversion, became very devout, became a bishop of the Catholic Church, and is one of the greatest theologians in history. So uh, St. Monica, pray for us, and uh, we pray for all those who need his help. We need his grace in different ways, uh, that, that grace may come to each one of us. And uh, for that, I give thanks this day. Um, thank you for listening, and God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.